a summary of the first Shavuos Sicha in volume 23. The Rambam brings down that it's a mitzvah's ase, a positive commandment for every single person of the Jewish people to write for themselves a Torah scroll, as it says in the verse, and now you should write for yourself this song, meaning to write the whole Torah that has this song in it. And since you can't write parts of a Torah, therefore you have to write the entire Torah. And even though that your if your parents gave you as an inheritance a Torah, there's a mitzvah to write it yourself and... If you write it yourself, it's as if you received the Torah straight from Mount Sinai. If you don't know how to write it, you could hire somebody else to write it for you. And anybody that checks over a Torah, even one word, it's as if you wrote the whole Torah. That's what the Rambam writes. The question is, since it's an obligation for everybody to write their own Torah, how come we don't find that people are making this effort to write a Torah scroll? Even though that you could say that it's better to hire somebody that could write the mitzvah, uh, uh, the write the Torah nicer than you hire a proper scribe. And uh, like we see the verse says, that you should do a mitzvah the nicest way possible. And there's a book called the Tvoish Shair that lived a little before the Balshantar's time. So he writes there that when do you say the rule, the mitzvah, it's better for you to do a mitzvah than by hiring somebody else. That's only if you're going to make it really nicely and beautiful. But if somebody else could do it nicer than you, then it's better to hire the messenger. So even though you're technically allowed to hire somebody else, the question is, why don't we find the effort of people themselves writing it when you could, or at least hire other people to write it? So he says the way to understand this is based on a rush. The rush wrote left the following. He says, when is it a commandment for every person to write their own Torah? In the earlier generations, when we actually learned from the Torah scroll. But nowadays, we should write Torahs since we, when we write a Torah scroll, we put it in the shul, in the ark, and that's only when the congregations gather together, we take out the Torah scroll. So then, that's the mitzvah to do it like that. But the mitzvah of writing your own Torah should be done to nowadays through the way it is of buying Chumash, Chumash the five books of Moses, the Mishnah, the Gemara, and its commentaries, and to check them over in order that you should be able to learn it with your children. Because the rest of the verse that says, the right story says that you should learn it with your children, that it should be on the tip of their mouth. So through knowing the laws of buying these books, that's when you'll be able to do the mitzvah properly and fully. You'll, you'll know how to do the mitzvah. So when it mean, when is, what does it mean to write it nowadays? It means buying the bo- writing the books. And this is also what the Mechaber writes in the Shulchan Aruch, that nowadays it's a mitzvah to write the Chumash, Mishnah, Gemara, and the commentaries. And many people go with this opinion. The question is, the, they said, the Rambam and the Rush used the words of mitzvah to write. And we don't see that we're making any efforts to write. And even after the, it, it spread worldwide that we buy from the printing presses regular printed published books, we also don't see the idea of writing it. Where do we see the idea of writing? Especially the verse said writing. And even more, you could say, and this is the main point, the Ramah later, when the Ramah comes, he writes in, in Halacha, he says that if you take a Torah without checking it over, it's as if you grab the mitzvah from the marketplace, like today maybe you could say online, and you have not fulfilled your obligation like buying it like that, uh, of buying something without checking it over. So how could we fulfill our obligation of writing it if we buy printed books? 
So to understand this, he says, first you could see that the Rambam and the Rush seem like maybe they're arguing. According to the Rambam, he says that there's a mitzvah to write. According to the Rush, he says it's a mitzvah to write a Torah in order to be able to learn from it. So he says that really to understand that, that the Rambam, when he says that to write it, he's also saying the the rush is not coming to give a new idea of what the mitzvah means. The, obviously, the rush is not telling the a new idea that the writing is to learn. He's explaining what the Rambam is saying that the whole goal of the writing is for the learning. Well, how do you reconcile this with the idea of writing an actual Torah if we don't if we're only buying a, a buying a regular a ready book? So to explain this, he explains to understand what is the logic of the rush and the way it's brought down in the Shulchan Aruch, that it's a mitzvah's assay to write it, and it did not change the law, because technically you're not allowed to write, you're not allowed to change a law. So he says, the way to understand this is, you have to understand what the main mitzvah in the Torah itself is of writing. We're not changing the mitzvah. We're explaining what together, what the category of the mitzvah is. The category of the mitzvah of writing a Torah is to learn it. That's the main thing is the learning it. Therefore, the emphasis is not so much necessarily or at all on the writing. It's the writing to learn. So the goal is to learn. For example, he says, in the mitzvah that the Torah says about mezuzah, you should write a mezuzah on your, on your doorpost of your house and your gates. And the actual mitzvah is not on the writing. The mitzvah is on Installing it, affixing it. That means that the category, the gather of the mitzvah is to be able to learn it. Because that's the idea of learning Torah and Talmud Torah is connected kulam, to understand mitzvahs fully and with the reasons. It should be always on the tip of your tongue. You should be able to answer people right away uh, on questions. In Parsha Vayelach, that's always the idea of learning Torah. In Parsha Vayelach, there comes here a mitzvah's assay that you have to do something for it. So you have to actually write it. That's the way it was in early days. Or you actually have to buy it to have it. Why? Because as the expression of the Talmud is, it's like a line that was holding something down. You couldn't move. In other words, we were not, during the early times, we weren't able to write the oral Torah. It was forbidden. Therefore, the only thing you were able to do is have the written Torah, and you were learned from that. But once the oral Torah was able to be written based on the verse, says, there was a certain allowance for this, because otherwise it was being forgotten, so Ryudah Nasi wrote the Mishnah. Once that came around, then the whole goal is to have the books to be able to learn from it. And he brings down that this is also the principle of the rule in the Talmud of learning called Dun Mina V'Oiki Basra. The idea is if you have Halacha A and Halacha B. Halacha B, you can learn from Halacha A for Halacha B. But it doesn't mean that all the details have to be learned exactly the same way too. For example, to this, there's a mitzvah of Simcha and Yamtif. In the time of the ta- temple, it was through Shalmei Simcha, through eating the meat from the offerings in the temple. And nowadays, it's through eating regular meat. And we don't need to have all the, ca- all the details of the Shalmei Simcha, the Yamtif Tikka Simcha animal, the way we had it then. Meaning only you had to be a bitar, you had to eat in only when you were fully spiritually pure and also only in Yerushalayim. So you see, we learned the idea of the law to be ha- Simcha and through Basar, but we don't, not all the details. Same too over here. We learned the idea of writing the Torah. We learn it from there, from the first place where it says to write the Torah in the old times. But the idea of learning it, of having the written Torah in order to learn from it, 
with the main goal is the learning. So we don't have to learn the details of writing it. When you're actually writing it, there's a lot of holiness that goes into it and you have to write it with certain conditions. Always when you write a Torah, the Torah has to have shirt, it has to have the pressed in lines, it has to have edged, etched in lines, it has to be written for the right intentions, it has to be written with this, the special calligraphy, it has to be written in, 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 in Hebrew, and so on. And we have more examples to this where you have the concept of learning one thing from the other, but you don't have to learn all the details. For example, we have tefillah is b'makam karbanas tiknum. You daven, we learned from the karbanas, but not all the laws of davening apply just like the way it was by the karbanas. For example, you don't have to have in the tzibur a coin like you had to have when by the karbanas. So another example is the night of Pesach. The minig is not to have roasted meat on the night of Pesach because maybe people are going to think that it's a carbon Pesach. Nevertheless, we see that we have the shake bone. So in order to remind us of that. So we see, we learn you should have something, but not this exact thing. And so too we have other, other things where the Talmud brings down sages that they say this sage and this sage are, are in conjunction together for their opinions, but it doesn't mean that in every single detail that they have the same conclusion. They may understand things a little bit differently. So the same too is in our case here. When the Rush says, and the Ramah says you should write the Torah, the Rush is emphasizing the part that the verse says that you should write it in order to be able to learn from it. That's the goal. So once you have it to learn from it, it can be also done through buying. And this is the reason why we don't find that people um, write and we don't find because it's nicer to buy it already professionally printed. It doesn't really matter who printed it. It could even be like he brings example. The expression can be done from on its own. It can be done, let's say, even through a monkey or a machine. The main thing is that it should be written and com- written and complete in a manner that you could actually learn from it. What's the takeaway of all this? The takeaway that ever brings down is that you need to have the books in order to be able to learn from them. And you should have the kind of copies that you can learn from it to understand and get to the bottom of the halacha. What's the main books a person should have in their house? Of course, you should have buy a smallest farm. That's the most ideal to have a house full of farm. But at the bare minimum, you should have the foundational books of Sidurim and you should have Chumashim, the whole Tanakh. You should have a Mishnayis and, and, and books that have the, the halacha, the laws that you can learn from it and practice it. And this is what it means. Now in the mitzvah of writing a Torah that we learn from this verse, that you should write it again in order to be able to learn from it. And this is the whole goal. And that's the reward that if you do it like this, it's as if you got it directly from Sinai.